You are now tuned in to Optimize Leverages, No More Mr. Nice Guys. If you're looking on how to make out with a gorilla or the fastest way to pluck a chicken, then you are in the wrong place. But if you are an entrepreneur, business professional, or just love great podcasts, then you are in the right place. Also, subscribe to NoMoreMrNiceGuys.com for exclusive content, six membership bonuses, and a chance to win an Amazon gift card. Now, let's start the show. Welcome, everyone, to the No More Mr. Nice Guys show. I'm Don Robinson. I have with me my partner in crime, Patrick H. Herbe. But one of the things we wanted to talk about was, Patrick, I'm not even sure what we're talking about. But I think it's more along the lines of what our intro and outro kind of is, you know, the fastest way to make out with the gorilla and the fastest way to pluck a chicken, I think. Or is it flip-flopped? I don't know. But either way, you're in the wrong place if you want to try to pluck a gorilla. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, my gosh, that's too funny. I'm cracking up laughing at myself. But uh, Patrick, it was kind of funny when we were just talking before you know i was talking about uh what were we talking about criticism and feedback and you know one of the one of our goals of the podcast was is try to reach news and noteworthy on itunes and i would like to say that we actually made it but we did it but that's okay because we're still pushing forward because we do what we do not for our own egos but we do it for our audience our listeners out there but uh oh you know, my goodness i had that <laughs> All backwards because I was doing it for my ego. I even ordered a shirt that said I'm doing it for my ego, but I guess we could do it for the listeners as well. Well, yeah, I mean, we could, right? It's like Sprite, obey your thirst <laughs> or Nike slogan, just do it. I know, right? Uh, but, you know, criticism and feedback, it's, you know, it's important in the right context. I guess the good, the bad, the ugly. And I love it. So, you know, definitely if you're listening to the podcast at the end or whenever you listen to any of the episodes, you know, definitely leave us, you know, a comment and let us know what we can do better um, so that we can continue to bring this content to the viewers. If you don't, doesn't matter. That's why we're no more Mr. Nice Guys. We're going to do it anyway. But we do appreciate our listeners' uh, feedback. And, you know, one of the ones was one from my good buddy. And he said we need to add more skits, you know, kind of entertain people. And things like that. And, you know, we naturally do that every day, just having conversations on the phone. But then when you're sitting doing a video or you're trying to write some copy for your business, for your advertisement and things, you kind of hit you kind of hit your head against the wall. Patrick, I think you said something to me about, you know, what's the fastest way to hit your head against the wall? And I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we I, were just talking like fast way to hit the hall, your head against the wall without passing out or something. But yeah, I definitely agree because it's crazy that, you know, uh, valuable feedback, you definitely want to be entertaining. And at the same time, we found ourselves, you know, giving this value information. So it, uh, it switched the mood up. And you know how when you were just talking about the intro, I want to go back to uh, I actually got feedback where 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 somebody say, hey, why don't you just switch it up? Like instead of the fastest way to pluck a chicken or make out a gorilla, I hire you said that we got it coming in right and and then just do those random different things, kind of like how the Simpsons used to get on the couch, right? Just in different categories and stuff like that. But I thought that was hilarious. You keep listening to No More Mr. Nice Guys. We may change it up every few episodes, right? And just come up with something hilarious for you guys and, and see if you identify it right to our avid listeners out there. 
in the words of Homer Simpson, dope. D O H with the exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So right now, according to this episode, I guess we're going to talk about criticism because you know how we do it. And right now, you know I got libations in my system, right? No more Mister Nice Guy, so I am ready to get this party started. You know, you know what they say: a, a drunk man tells the sober truth. Y'all about to get a lot of sober truth out this no more Mister Nice Guy. Oh, see, now that's that that's kind of scaring me a little bit, but that's okay because it's noon somewhere in the world. So I can't hate you for doing that. Myself, I'm drinking coffee out of my son's uh, B- Batman coffee mug. So you can just call me the Dark Knight. You, you know what? You know what kind of hurt just a little bit just now that you said what? it's noon somewhere and it's not even noon where I'm at right now. <laughs> it kind of hurt that I'm not even. <laughs> I'm I'm not even going to talk about that, but it, it kind of just touched my heart when I looked at the the time just now as you said that. Oh, that's too funny. And you know, and you know, when we go back to the whole criticism and feedback, and one you know, one of the feedbacks that I got, um, in in one of the the businesses that I I do run, and you know, someone emailed me and said, you know, you told me it was free, and I was like, free? Where did I? I'm pretty sure I didn't say free or anything. So, you know, I went back through some stuff and then I, you know, I asked the question, did you watch the video? Mm-hmm. Did the video stay free? And, you know, the thing about it when it comes to that, I mean, I appreciate them letting me know because you can only imagine how many other uh, customers or prospects or whoever you're talking to that, you know, may misunderstand what you're saying. It's kind of like when you're, you know, you're, you're reading something at the grocery store or no, not even that, you know, it's like going to Wendy's or something like that, that value menu value mit value meal menu that they have where you know where the value you know used to be a dollar now it's like more than like it's like a dollar fifty dollar twenty five and I'm like how is that a value? But then again you look at it and it's like oh only two hundred calories for this you know grilled chicken sandwich but man I'm gonna add mayo to it some cheese everything that I can so yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah I really didn't pay too much attention to that but you kind of told me it was healthy. Right. It's it's like it's like, you know, I, I want a salad with with all the vegetables on it and everything and, you know, put some grilled chicken on that. But let me go ahead and get some fat free fat free ranch like it's going to make it all better. I know. You, right? you know, the funny thing, like when you said Winnie's and compared that value meal, like the other day. I was at Popeye's. Don't judge me. I was at Popeye's ordering a meal for my family. So, like, you know, there's a couple of couple of us in here. So I was just like, oh. Do I want to toggle between the 12 or the 16 piece combo that they have? Because like it's enough for us for 12 pieces, of course. But then I was thinking about the follow along meal or after I had my libations, if I just wanted to grab me a piece of chicken and keep it moving. Right. So I'm making this order. Then I'm getting to the 16 piece value meal. So like we have certain sizes. Of course, you're always like one side short of everything that you want to have. So like I got 16 pieces. I got two sides, but I need three. Or maybe Did you get the coleslaw? Four. No, I didn't get the coleslaw. We got like the Cajun fries. Two, I'm, I'm a big fan of the red beans and rice. So we got two of those, but then I had to get the other stuff, the French fries for, for my daughter and whatever, whatever. But as I kept moving up, the price of the sides was pretty much going to be costing more than if I moved to the next combo. Why I ended up with 20 pieces of chicken, 
really double than what I was supposed to have, really because I kept seeing the value of like, oh, it's cheaper for me to do this. Now I'm surrounded by chicken, you know. And family <laughs> is really like two adults. We got all this chicken, but I just kept getting up, so, so to speak, because I was just kind of like, well, for $2 more, I actually get four more pieces of chicken, two more biscuits and another side. Let's do it, you know. <laughs> but dark meat's always cheaper than the white meat. That's all I'm saying about that. But when you get is. your receipt next time you go, you know, they always have that where you can leave a comment. Yeah. You can give some feedback on what you think. And that's what makes it kind of so important when, you know, you're in business and you're going because you want to know if what you're doing is working. Right. I mean, you want people to let you know you want your customers to know, you know, you want your customers or clients or even, you know, your mentors or your coaches and things like that. To You want them to let you know that, you know, you're going the right path. Right. And you're going to have hiccups. You're going to make mistakes. Some things will work. Some things won't. You know, in this case, you could make a decision on, you know, the pricing with your chicken. Right. And granted, it's fried, so it's not healthy, but not a big deal. Everybody loves that Popeye's Southern fried chicken. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's good. Taste but, you know, New Orleans. <laughs> right. Which is where you find, by the way, too. But, you know, um, criticism is good. I mean, don't shy away from it. I mean, that's that's the thing to remember, because. You know, one, you know, you'll never progress if you don't if you're not always learning um, how to do things a little bit better. And, and I think that's kind of like the key when it comes to receiving feedback. And then when you give feedback just the other day, you know, um, someone within my own network, um, it's called the what's the big idea? I'm probably giving him a plug and he doesn't even know it yet because I haven't asked him to say, hey, listen to the podcast and download and leave a comment like share it. But, you know, he just reached out to me and emailed me and said, hey, Don, I'm just interested in your, uh, you know, your feedback. I'm planning to do these virtual type conferences. You know, can I get your thoughts on, you know, my pricing and what I'm offering? And, you know, and I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, sounds great what you're offering. But I was like, but your price is too low. You know, I, and, you know, and I and I gave him some thoughts, some ideas, something to think about and shot it over to him. And, you know, he re he responded back to me and said he appreciated it. You know, it's that simple. I mean, but I took time. Now, granted, I was late. It took me about two or three weeks to respond. <laughs> but either way, he still appreciated the fact that I took the time to kind of look at his business idea and how he was marketing it and give him some constructive you know, feedback, something to think about. And then one of the things is he he offered me, you know, a, a free invite or invitation to one of these virtual conferences that he's planning to do. So I'm kind of excited um, to, to check that out. And, you know, we may discuss it on another call of kind of what I learned. But, you know, what's the big idea? It's like how to turn your idea um, into a product or a service. So, I mean, I think it's it's great what he's doing and everything like that. But see, if he wasn't reaching out proactively, getting that feedback, he would have he would have never known what things that he may want to look at. But of course, you know, I had to throw in there. I said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. We hear that so much um, a lot of times in the corporate world or when we're you know, when we're when we're trying things out or we don't know if this best practice works or this advertising method works just from what we hear. People say hey, it, it works. Right. You know, you can get customers this way. You can get recruits this way, that way. You know, you can increase your conversions and everything by just doing this little thing. But just because someone says it doesn't mean it's going to work, right? You take that feedback and the first thing you should try to do is, you know, test it, see if it works for you. So, you know, feedback is good. 
I think in business. So yeah, yeah, I have I have two things on that note. One, when you have coffee for breakfast, then follow up with a libation, you get drunk a whole lot quicker, right? Without eating any food. That's one. But two, feedback and criticism. What I really found out was the thin line of people get caught up in the last few years with this idea of a hater that you cannot give constructive feedback and say, oh, you just hate it, right? I think the shirt you're wearing is ridiculous. Stop hating. You're jealous of my shirt, right? <laughs> I think your funnel's not working. Oh, you just a hater because your funnel is not doing this. No, I'm trying to give you feedback, but they, they got this idea that like I'm coming from a negative space or some type of jealousy as opposed to people lost the idea like, hey, they're actually telling me the truth. They're trying to help me. And and you'll see it. You know what I mean? To where say I, you know, you tell one girl like, those clothes is too tight and too short for this environment. Oh, you just mad because your body don't look like my body. You can't flaunt it the way you want. I'm like, well, no, you're going to a ball and you're looking like you're just about to hit the club up. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of right. like some people just also need to know when, if if you got somebody that is successful or somebody that you just trust, especially in a business situation, take heed before you just think the world is against you and don't want to see your success, especially if you're doing something that's not working. Don't just keep doing it because it's not working. Take it. And then if, if, if you really love the setup that you got and don't agree with the advice that you receive, split test it. You may be surprised. If not, you could follow them and say, hey, you know what? I did what you told me. It really didn't work out as planned or even that our numbers is the same. So I'm just keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, so some people just automatically come from a negative space. That's what I want to say. Just be mindful of how you uh perceive that feedback you get not everybody is is there to tell you bad oh yeah i mean it's it's funny you know you were saying that you know about people hating and stuff you know it's a thin line between love and hate you've seen the movie you probably heard the the decades of remakes of the thin line between love and hate by the persuaders uh the pretenders and you know one of our classic favorites our 80s r&b group h-town yeah. Now those guys know how to sing it, right? But the thing is, is, you know, maybe many people don't really understand the differences between criticism and feedback, right? I mean, criticism can still be good and bad, mm -hmm. but you know, like the Western Dictionary kind of tells it, it's the act of expressing disapproval and of of noting the problems or faults of a person or a thing, or in this case, it could be a, you know, a prod, a business product or service. Mm -hmm. But interesting enough, you know, Webster also a Webster Dictionary. Because they know all right um, is mm. feed. You know, the feedback is it's helpful information, keyword or criticism that is given to someone that, to say what can be done to improve a performance. But in this case, it could be used to improve a, a business service or a product that you're out there. So, you know, there's, po you know, feedback and criticism. There is a love and hate between those two. But you can still fi always find the positive in either one. You just have to, when someone gives it to you, it's it's how how are you going to re receive it, right? And are you going to necessarily apply? Not saying you have to, you know. We, you know, you and I look at different programs and businesses that people share with us and just give our opinion. You know, we'll give our feedback, we'll give our criticism, 
but we're not the end all know it all, right? I mean, yeah, we're no more Mr. Nice Guys. We're, we're keeping it. We're keeping it real. We're going to tell you what we think, right? But you, as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, you know, you have to decide how you're going to handle that feedback. Yeah. How are you going to receive it and act upon it? If you don't even know where, like, the difference between the two, I, I think a basic overview of criticism and feedback. So, say if you have a product or you have something, you just got this generic overview, and somebody's telling you, "I don't like the template. You need to move this button here. You need to make this process here. You need to have this." And doing a lot of surface things, that's criticism. But when, but when you found somebody that went through the system, forget the surface stuff. I went through the button, the ease of use, how it was. I think support could respond a little faster or and, and using your service and going through and then giving you feedback as opposed to just that that surface feel from it's pretty much it, it's like outside looking in the other one is like you actually inside seeing behind the scenes right because if you have somebody for instance going through a course and they just see oh the the sales page, the promises, or what was it? That's pretty much criticism. And the person that went through the course to say, this is what I like, this is what I think do better, this is what should be explained, that's when you're getting that actual feedback and stuff too. Both of them are valuable, right? Because that surface, you need to really see how, you know, how your clients see things, right? Because that's what's going to attract them in the first place. So if your stuff is really, you know, like somebody say, I didn't go through the course, but it's not mobile op optimized your site looks crazy on mobile or on my tablet and stuff like that you want to you want to take that to say you don't want to be like well i got a beautiful desktop you hate <laughs> log on from the desktop you know what i mean get off the mobile but phone but it's interesting that you say that because you know as i was to, you know like today you know running errands and stuff because my family's sick and you know taking my daughter to get her hair appointment so you know i had to hit like three different stores sam's club drug mart and probably kroger because i love my points right mm. you got to get them sense off the gas um but the first time i actually paid attention and looked at it is when i was paying at one of those stores it actually said did the cashier greet you yes or no so <laughs> you know and, and i never paid attention to it but see these major retailers are surveying you and you don't even realize that you're doing it. Sometimes we just do it without, we do it because they, they promise you like $500 or you get your name entered into something. But, you know, but a lot of them want to make sure that they can improve. So the feedback that you give, they want to improve the type of service that you get. And, and I think a lot of times in business, you know, we don't, we don't realize that it's right there staring us in the face. I mean, that simple that, yeah, I'm swiping my card and well, actually before I could swipe my card is that question. Yeah. Did the cashier greet you? Did they say hello? If I say no, right? Yeah, and, <laughs> it's, and, yeah. and just with all the competition, I definitely see that, right? Because, like, you've seen it to where you're online with a business and saying this call may be monitored, right? To keep the other people on their toes. Are they doing their job or keeping it in line? Or, or even some companies that say, hey, after the phone call, would you like to take a quick survey? Or even people, the company may send you an email on some type of support you just received, one to help, and then you know uh, that people are doing their jobs and stuff like that. This is like a huge check and balance, and it, it could be looked at. It could help you know the company become better. It could hurt that employee that's not doing what they're supposed to do and say, "Hey, we're getting 
these random complaints that you're rude, you're whatever, but in turn helps your company again to find holes in training or just bad employees and stuff like that. But everything is becoming about data. So definitely take your, your criticism and feedback and, and see how it could help you grow, right? Because you, you, you want to be above your competition, right? If you're doing horrible service and just because people tell you and you think it's top notch, if 10 different people tell you, you may want to look at that before you start driving customers away, right? What they say, right. one bad apple spoiled the bunch. That is true. Hmm. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's like I took my car into the shop the other day and it was probably a week or two ago. And of course they sent me a survey, right? Wanted me to rate them, but they kept sending me two or three surveys. So it's like, wow, was one feedback not enough, right? <laughs> it's it's mm -hmm. like, you want to know how the entire, how my entire experience was, and it's, and it's always been good, right? No, no complaints or anything like that. You know, they do what they're supposed to do. I tend to always get the same service advisor and I've even noticed that he's winning awards, right? He's when he's won a, a service award for his customer service you know, every year. So obviously I want that same person. So if I get, if I don't ever get him and I get a survey, then the feedback I give is how come I cannot get the same service advisor that I had because I want that consistent service or they have to figure out how to get their service advisors to display the same, the same, I don't want to say skills or abilities, but the, you know, how do you transfer the skills that this high quality service advisor has to your other ones so that the you know level of service is consistent so you know going back to feedback and criticism and you know i think we've you know talked a lot about it but you know the importance of it you, you need it in your business i mean that's the only way you're going to really know you know what's working what's not working how your customers feel about your product or service or you find yourself you know out of business very quickly yeah and then i just want to end on, on this note if you're soliciting for criticism and feedback of your company because you're coming at a place that you wanted to grow, try not to have any of your close friends or family member do it, right? Because they may just say, oh, you're showing progress. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. And you're not getting that honest feedback because they know you. And if something's bad, they really don't want to hurt your feelings or bring it down. Go to that to that unknown source or somebody you're not close with or somebody that you know will be brutally honest with you right so you could definitely get uh the best possible feedback and criticism as opposed to somebody that just like you and just say because i know you walked up to somebody and said you know there's people that walked up and say oh that baby's your baby's so cute and i'm like thank you and i look at their baby and i'm like how old <laughs> is the baby you know what i mean right. Right. Or, or even the other thing is like, you know, what you're saying is, you know, when you, when you take your kids or you grew up and stuff and your mom is proud of you and stuff. And it's like the nutty professor, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, man. Right. You know, that that's great. You want that. But then you, you are looking around. So it goes back to what you said. You know, are you wanting the feedback and criticism to help you grow? Mm hmm. Or, you know, you're just doing it just to do it. Yeah. You know, there's no purpose behind it. So, yeah, I mean, I. I'm on board. I agree with you, totally what you're saying. And um, that that's all I have about that. That's all I have as well. Make sure if you didn't listen to any of the previous episodes of No More Mr. Nice Guys, just know that you are wrong. And you need to go back there and listen to these episodes. And we'll catch you again on the future episodes of No More Mr. Nice Guys. And as always, thank you for being a listener 
like, comment, subscribe, review, all that good stuff, share, tell the world. Thank you again. Thank you, and we appreciate your feedback. Talk to you soon, guys. And gal. Thank you for tuning in to No More Mr. Nice Guys. And remember to rate, comment, subscribe, and download our latest episodes. Go to nomoremrnicegeist.com right now and claim your exclusive content, six membership bonuses, and a chance to win an Amazon gift card.